0: Hi, everyone. You're listening to Evolution Exchange Podcast, APEC, a melting pot of ideas and inspiration shared by some of the most successful technical leaders in APEC region. I am Danielle, Senior Consultant in Evolution Recruitment Solutions, and I help connect business with tech talent. And today, I am your host. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Evolution Exchange. On today's podcast, we will be discussing a topic on how to build your career in product management. Today, I'm delighted to be joined with two senior thought members within the product space, Max and Jordan. Just to get this started, I would like to give the panelists a chance to introduce themselves and also to tell you a bit more about what they do. Uh, Maybe we can start with you, Max.
1: Yes. Um, Hi, everyone. Uh, Thank you, Danielle, for having me on the podcast. Uh, Really nice to be here to talk about product management. Um, so my name is Max. Uh, I'm originally from Italy. I spent my life and work between Europe and Asia. Uh, I worked in many different industries, uh, among which online gaming and uh, genetics and IoT and security. And the last few years I spent uh, specifically in fintech. Uh, right now I'm the group uh, chief product officer at MoneySmart, And I basically look after all the development uh, in the Money Smart Uh, kind of an ecosystem across Singapore and Hong Kong.
2: And on to you, Jordan. Yeah, great. Um, So, yeah, thanks for having me, Danielle. Um, So, uh, I'm Jordan. I've um, been working in product for about 18 years, but most of the time has been around um, the digital arm or digital departments within traditional media organisations. So, um, you know, multinational media organisations, Australia-based one, that type of thing. Um, I've done a little bit of time in startups, um, but at the moment I'm working at ResDiary. So ResDiary is um, a hospitality tech business. I'm the uh, head of growth and product there, but I'm also the CEO of the consumer side of the business, which is Dish Cult. Um, and we're operating in four countries um, and still growing.
0: All right, all right, yeah, thanks for that, guys. I mean, great to have you guys on the call. I mean, both, both of you are specialists in your field and both in different industries. So I'm pretty interested to hear what you guys have to say, and I'm honoured to be part of, you know, this knowledge sharing session. Um, yeah, so let's just jump into the first question. Um, basically, that question is basically how should a technology graduate prepare for a career in product management? Um, yeah, so maybe we can start with you, Jordan.
2: Yeah, um, so I mean, when, when I... When I started out, there were a lot really of, of specific um, uh, undergraduate product education courses. So I, I think everyone sort of comes out of either engineering or general business. Um, I think these days, if, if it wasn't part of your earlier education, it's a, it's a. Uh, there's a good opportunity to sort of uh, skill yourself up in um, you know design thinking, user centered design, um, general innovation courses. We usually cover that too. Um, but then the next part of it is actually understanding. Which sort of field you want to go into? Product with, Um, there can be a lot of differences between, you know, hospitality tech or even things like industrial design or or, um, media product management. So it's it's first understanding what you're interested in, what you're going to be most engaged with, um, and you know what what's going to be the type of thing that's going to make you want to get out of bed in the morning.
0: Okay. Any thoughts on that, Max?
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, this is, uh, this is uh, a question that I've been asked many, many times uh, um, from different people I've been working with or met at a conference and so on. And they all ask me, you know, if I want to start my career in product management, right, how, how would I go about it, right? How would I do it? And the, the, the answer is, Jordan said, like, although there are some resources available online or even offline, there are courses and books that you can read and so on. Um, now more than probably when me and Jordan started, we basically had to learn on the job. Uh, But I would say that it's pretty much, uh, although you can get some good introduction and some basic learning, and I, I feel personally that product management is one of those jobs that you have to learn right? Uh, doing it basically. Yeah. Uh, and so my, my biggest recommendation for people is to try to understand whether this is something that makes sense for you by talking to people or by reading or by watching YouTube courses. But then the next thing that you want to do is find the right company for you, the right mentor and spend at least like six months to one year, kind of a working in that space and understand whether it makes sense for you. I, 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 Personally, believe product management is not for everyone. Uh, I think there are certain skills uh, that are very important and uh, it's not something that everybody loves to do. But if, you, if you're if you passionate about it, uh, it's your dream job. And so I think it's very important that you try, you experiment, uh, uh, and you can do it in many different ways, of course. But I think that, that that's, that's uh, the advice I always give.
0: Okay, okay. Yeah, that's super interesting. And uh, yeah, so I mean, as being the person kind of in charge of the product opportunities in evolution, I mean, I speak to people... I mean, all put out people from basically all seniority levels every day and like I see a lot of people trying struggling to basically move transition from, you know, engineer and a designer into a product manager and, you know, do you have any advice for them?
1: Jonathan, you go. Oh,
2: yeah, yeah. Um, I think to 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 what Max was saying, it's it's about exposure and, and, um, you know, getting amongst it, um. If 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 there's an opportunity, you know, from any discipline, but if, if there's an opportunity to participate in something like a design sprint, or start to work in, on research sessions, or you know, even if you're at a software business helping out with something like UAT, um, it, it it gives you an opportunity to understand pieces of it, and and most importantly, to understand you know what it could mean for you if you were a part of that process and and you had that role. Um, we you know we've you know in in my experience we've transitioned people from design. Uh, a lot of engineers wanna move over to product because it's sort of at the north end of, of the, the overall process. Um, but you know, even uh, roles like customer support can transition to a product um, really well. Customer support's actually a really good good place to come yeah, from for product because you, you've already got a lot of experience talking to the customers. So um, you're, you're um, acutely aware of their needs, wants and desires.
1: Yeah, I to- totally agree. I, th- I think is uh, as long as your organization has, uh, st- Kind of is using kind of a product management or product development uh, methodologies and understand the value of it. The, probably there is a team that is already working it, and I think for everyone it's very easy to, as Jordan said, kind of a, uh, you know, start participating in some of these activities, being exposed. As so I for example, you know, they can go into user testing and understand, you know. Uh, what you're doing, or, or or kind of a design design reviews, or or QA, absolutely, a customer service. I think uh, is a great example of of that possibility to transition. But also, seeing a lot of tech people, right? Uh, as Jordan mentioned, uh, they actually get to a point where they understand the impact on the business of what they're doing, and they want to uh, be able to translate uh, kind of uh, the requirement gathering and really kind of a uh, being understanding how what what. What is done on a technical side can have an impact on the business. And usually these people are among the best product managers I've worked with, right? Because they do have the technical knowledge, but they also understand from uh, the business and they care about the customers. And it's kind of this combination. If they also have, are good communicators, usually it becomes like very, very good product managers usually.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah that's actually that's that's quite interesting because normally when I work with a few clients normally the top three like you know the top three things are looking at product managers number one is always good communication skills able yeah. to manage the team you know they do need someone preferably with a tech background you know someone who has seen launch of products from zero to one so that's super interesting that both of you agree on that on that certain you know few qualities but in that sense since all you're talking about all good things is there any challenges that you, that you think they'll face from transitioning from a non-product role to a product role
1: I think to me is as is more to do with the personal attitude, right? Um, you know, the, being a product manager, you know, uh, you, know you, you we always talk about, right? What is a product manager, right? Fundamentally, uh, you need to you're kind of a in between different different areas and different functions, right? Uh, you work with tech, but you're not a developer. You work with business, but you're not a business owner. You work with designer, but you're not a designer yourself, and you need to understand. and and basically how all these things work together. And really the role of of the product manager is to represent the customer. So really understand what is the customer pain point and what are we trying to solve. And the other thing is you have to be very good in terms of strategic thinking and prioritization. So if you're not very detail oriented, you're not passionate, uh, you're not good communicator or understand how to uh, kind of uh, uh, convert or 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 uh, manage all the expectation of different people, you might struggle a little bit, uh, right? Because uh, it, you're right in the middle of the focal point, uh, and you have to be able to to have a dialogue with different parts using different languages, right? So I think that's a uh, it's it's more about kind of a personal attitude and passion rather than than kind of a major technical skills. I'm not am not sure, Jordan, if you agree with that. If you, if you need specific technical skills for that. Yeah, no, I, I, I,
2: um, I very much agree with what you're saying. I, I, I think further to that, uh, one of the challenges you're going to find if you if you're shifting from a more specialist role into product is, is being able to, um, sort of tune in or tune out uh, different yeah. feedback and signals from multiple areas. Yes. So the the problem, you know. If you if you want to use an analogy from superheroes, when you know Superman hears the entire word world at the whole time, it's actually the product manager's job to be able to listen to signals, and that could be qualitative, quantitative feedback, business objectives, all those types of things. But then being able to filter out what they don't need to know or what's important, and being able to focus on that. Whereas in a different role, you know, design, for example, you might get a brief, and then you put your head down and produce a brief, and then you move on to the next thing. So that's that 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 can be a challenge, and that is something I've seen um not so much people struggle with but just people you know needing to spend time and understand and learn how to prioritize things a lot absolutely there.
1: absolutely yep. and i think one one of the major factors that i've seen people struggling with is that you know product people when when people start their career they think product management is about adding features and sometimes uh, good product managers are the ones that remove features you know that yeah. actually understand the uh, what is the minimal viable product? Uh, what do you need to test, and so on? And uh, you don't let your your personal interest or what you believe is the right thing to do to drive your decisions, but you actually listen, and understand, and gar- I can guarantee not everybody's uh, is mindset is is in that space. Sometimes they feel that oh, because I love it, everybody love it, which is yeah. actually not true, right? <laughs> and so I think this is this is an area that I think really really needs a lot of um, kind of a coaching and kind of a feedback around the new junior product managers, yes.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah. This is Always good to hear your opinions about that. Yeah, so I mean, now it comes to kind of a personal thing. So, I mean, you, I'm sure you guys have both hired for your team, I mean, product-wise. Yeah. I mean, so I know that's like, we have talked about the three, you know, the three top factors, you know, like communication, you know, launching products from zero to one, you know, maybe our tech background, but in your opinion, just for your team, you know, what do you think makes a strong product manager? You know, people you have interviewed, you know, what are they lacking, or what makes them stand out in the interview? You know,
2: I think I think the things that make that, that I look for. So, um, you know, product and technical skills are, are fairly easily measured, right? You can look at experience, you can do tests, that type of thing. What What I look for in product roles, um, ultimately, you know, um, an expansion of what you're saying, communication, but it's it's also like a level of enthusiasm. Um, And and not quite extroversion, but someone who can put that mask on or put that hat on enough to be able to, uh, you know, seek out requirements or or inputs from different business units, someone who's got the ability to get along with a lot of different people, in a lot of different roles um, across the business so they can actually build products that deliver on all types of needs. Um, Someone who, who does have that confidence to be able to go and talk to a customer and understand their different needs. Um, that's that's something there and it, it's a difficult thing to it's more difficult to coach that in um, than a technical skill or or a framework or a process or anything like that it's, it's getting someone who sort of gets in and you know leans into all of the all of the the communication and collaboration um i think secondly and 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 you know it's similar to the first one but um aptitude is is, is something that's there too so if, if you can ascertain early on not necessarily that someone has you know the, the the skills and experience but more they have the, the interest and ability in learning it I think it's just as important as anything else because the other thing to keep in mind is you know product has a lot of flavors and, and depending on the the organization you're joining and that could be the size of it the category they work in or, or the the age of the business product might mean slightly different things in different businesses so you, you, they're going to need to be able to adapt anyway if they're going to be in there for the long term that's
1: yeah, here. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Totally 100% agree with you. I think these are very two very important things. The other things and I think is partially connected to what you said first. Uh, one thing that I test uh, um, when, when I hire for product managers is their ability to explain uh, complicated problems or mm-hmm. ideas, right? Sometimes uh, um, people might have very good ideas, but they're very bad at explaining. They 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 spend like 15 minutes going round and round without going getting to the point, right? And being a product manager means you have to talk, as Jordan said, you have to talk to many people, right? And so you have to understand how to synthesize or or, or simplify that concept in a way that people can can understand it. And you can't pretend. To always talk to very technical people, or or at least you have you have to have a certain type of communication when you talk to tech, but different type of communication when you talk to business, or different type of communication when you talk to customers. So you have to be able to adapt and and be able be very clear in what you say. Um, So that's actually one factor that I that I tested. The other test that I uh, other thing that I tested is the ability to think a little bit on their feet. So usually when I when I when I run the product management interview. I asked them, like, you know, uh, to basically take on the role of a product manager of a fictitious company of a the product that they like. And I asked them to guide me through what are the things that they like and what are the things they don't like about their product, and what do how would they fix it? Right. So imagine yourself that you're a product manager of this product. Uh you, you said that you don't like this kind of things. So how would you fix it? And that put me in the spot of have been able to having to think. On their feet about kind of organizing the thoughts who are the customers uh, what is the approach what are the kpis and that ability to be flexible in the problems is also very good and is usually a good indicator of good pms for me
0: yeah yeah that's actually very useful information if i was a product manager uh, yeah so um i mean since I talk to people quite a lot now, a very interesting trend trend that I realized is that a lot of people from bigger companies like MNCs are looking to move into startup. I mean, you both are kind of are in startups now as well, and I, I think you worked in MNC b- before this. I mean, is there a reason why you decided to move into a startup, or is there like a difference in how product management is in a startup and in an MNC? Jordan, do you have any thoughts? Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, I would say at the moment I'm more of a scale up. We've got we've got um large parents as a company so it's so it's a it's a comfy startup um, so my the, the company I work for is is um, is owned wholly by aqua hotels so we don't we don't have the sort of skinnier teeth um, yeah. <laughs> experiences as a, as a you know a, a privately funded startup um, I would say there's, there's there's pros and cons for both of them um, and MNC if it's the right product role um, in, a, in a large um, organization it means that you still get to work on interesting things but you've got a lot of budget for it and you've also usually got an inbuilt marketing arm so <clears throat> media companies for example we could build a product but we've also got a television network. so it's very easy to be able to push that product out um uh, uh, similar to you know print newspaper companies if we release a recipe app it can be in all of our food titles and people can become aware of it you can sort of get get that growth faster and start to get feedback and that type of thing on the other side of it being working at a startup means that you've got um a lot more exposure to a lot more areas in business, um, a lot faster as well, and and there's less risk of you know being a category product manager, only looking after a very small part of it. You, you end up looking after a lot more things, which means um, you are forced to learn faster, um, and you know that there's ultimately a lot, more, a lot more accountability for individuals in, in, in those businesses. And you know a lot of the time, sorry, not a lot of the time, some of the time in startups things can go very wrong and you learn you you tend to learn the fastest when you're trying to fix those things and you'll never make those same mistakes again and that's the yeah so i'd say you know if you have the opportunity get exposure to both but don't spend too long too long in either
1: yeah i i totally agree i think it's a it's a very different uh, environment right and i think i look at it as a kind of a risk versus impact right in um in a startup uh, you have uh, uh, kind of a high risk but low impact, you know, and so you can actually play around with things. You can break things more easily. You can try different things. Uh, you can learn faster, uh, but at the same time you have low impact, meaning that you know the number of people that you touch touches is, is, is smaller. So uh, what what do you do and how do you kind of focus on growth of certain things? When you work in an MNC, is the opposite, right? You have massive impact. Everything you do has uh, touches a lot of people. So the level of risk has to be lower. And also probably there's a larger organization. So the, the the scope, your scope is limited. The process is slightly longer. But it's a very good environment, I think, to learn and understand how certain dynamics work And in larger organizations. Um, you know, I don't like people that think that product management is all it is, right? That, that sometimes you, you talk to people that are so, like, you know, uh, enthusiasts about oh we're building a product, but they don't think about the business side. and I think working in MNC makes you actually think about what are the implications to the overall business, which is an important aspect. Um, and so they they are the two sides of the coin, I would say, right? Um, and I think it's good to have exposure in both and then you probably have to decide uh, you know if you're more of a zero to one guy and you like to build things and try and hassle and and so on, or you'll actually like to uh, kind of a bring products to mass market and so they're one-to-one one under guy, you like to optimize. And so it's a different, slight different attitude. And usually people tend to stay or decide to one or the other side and depending on what they prefer.
0: Yeah, that's very true. Um yeah, I mean I mean that's could you one of the last questions already, but do you guys have any other, you know, things to share, people who are moving into this space or you know Anything to say about the product space, basically, or how the way you operate, and you know whether you enjoy it?
2: Um, I think it's a really okay, and, and I'm so I'm saying this partially selfishly because we need more product <laughs> people. They're very hard to find at the moment. But um, <laughs> yeah, I, it's yeah. to us,
0: come yeah. to us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's this is what the cool podcast job. is for. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Good point. It's yeah, it's such a cool job. It it it's, it it gives you the opportunity to touch a lot of different things. But it also sets you up if you do want to do your own thing in the future. It's 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 yeah. the one role that's going to give you exposure to everything from, you know, uh, ideation to research to design, development, build, commercialization of of, of initiatives. It, it's the one thing that's going to um, best prepare you to go. You know what? I've had this awesome idea. I'm going to go and try and execute it now. Um, I, I so yeah. For, for that reason, it's 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 great. Um and it's it's you know, it's it's one of those rare roles that allows you again to get you know the sort of creative side of your brain stimulated but then also you get to work on you know more process driven things or you you get to look after commercial initiatives or r- research and, um yeah anyway, it's a lot of fun i like the cool yeah. stuff
1: yeah i i i agree i agree with jordan i think it's uh, you know i I've, I've been doing part of management for like 15, 18 years right now, and this is what I wanted to do. I'm super passionate about it. I think product management is uh, kind of a it's, a, it's a life school. You know, it's like, uh, if you start there, as Jordan said, you can move on into general management position. You can move on into entrepreneurs. Um, and it's probably much better than, than coming just from business, because sometimes you find a lot of these entrepreneurs that come from the business Business schools and they do understand all that, but they have no idea how to build it, right? Mm-hmm. And um, and I think uh, coming from the product management actually gives you good exposure and understand all the intricacies of uh, building a product to market, uh, which is not easy. And so, absolutely, I think it's uh, my advice uh, if you're kind of uh, listening to this and you're young and you want to, start, you're interested and you're excited about building things. Uh, definitely think about the part of management career and you can always move to something else where right? you can always um, move into tech or design or business uh, later on.
0: Yeah, I agree. Actually, I actually really, really like working in this product phase. I get to speak to people like both of you, like who are super passionate about their product that they're working on, you know, what they're going to launch. Like Every day I give people a call to ask them if they, you know, they want a better job or, you know, if they want, some, want something new. And the way they talk about their their product, you can really tell whether they're a great product manager or not. Like how they're, they're so passionate, like 20 minutes of talking about their product and I really have no time. But they're like, okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, but it's
0: lovely. I mean, thank you both for joining me on the call. And thank you, everyone, for listening. I mean, we do post um, tech later, you know, um, podcasts every week. So stay tuned. And thank you all for listening. Have a great day.